what's going on everybody welcome to mom and me the new and old so we're just talking about facebook so there was a um a comment or not comment there was a um thing about a missing child in minneapolis and um it was weird like the the caption was saying um it, it gave all the information about the child, but at the top it said child found. And then at the bottom it said child still missing. So I was like, well, did they find the child or not? So I went into the comments to see if somebody knew. So they ended up, everybody ended up saying like, yeah, they found the child and everything. But I see this comment and it's always, every time something happens in Minneapolis, there's always that, there's always them white people that live out in the suburbs and never go to Minneapolis talking shit about it and talking shit about the people. So those guys talking shit about Minneapolis, talking about how dangerous and how bad it is and da-da-da. And I looked at his profile. He lives out in, like, Shakopee or something like that, somewhere far out, knowing he don't go to Minneapolis ever. And to me, I just don't... I don't like when people complain about Minneapolis and you never go there. Right. If you live there, all right. But... I don't want to hear you complain about it if you've never been because there. Because all, li- all they're listening to is the news. And the news, all they're putting on there is negative, negative, negative. Right. They're not, you know, you're not highlighting the great parts that, you know. I get the same thing from coworkers. Oh, I hope we never have to go back down there. I don't want to go back down there. It's not safe. And it's just driving me freaking nuts. Yeah, people don't realize, like, like, that's offensive. Y'all are afraid of your own damn shadow. I always tell them, if you come down there during the daytime and you're downtown, you'd be just fine. You got to be know? aware. A lot of people, they come down there and they'd be just so stupid and just, they don't pay attention. Be aware. You got to be aware yeah, of your surroundings. Sur- but Everybody uh, here should be too, you know? Yeah. In the city, I mean, in the neighborhood, residential area. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. It's cut. They, this couple got carjacked in their garage. Yeah, there's been the carjackers have been crazy out there. I've seen. Yeah, well, and they have these these guys on camera, clear pictures, good pictures of these guys. Hmm. Well, to keep going with my story, so, um, I. So he did that, and on top of that, he started talking about the governor, talking about shooting the governor and all this. And so I responded, and I just go, shut your little bitch ass up. I was like, there's always somebody like you that be never been to Minneapolis that always complain about Minneapolis. Like, shut up. And they flagged my comment, but then when I seen they flagged my comment, I was like, okay, let me see if they flagged his. His comment was still on there. And I'm like, so you guys flagged my comment when I tell him to shut his little bitch ass up. But you don't flag his when he talks about killing a governor? Yeah, why wouldn't they flag his? He should have been gone out there too. Because that thing is bullshit. All that little community, you know, ever since the government came down on them, now they're trying to act yeah. like they're policing people. But, you know, every time in this country policing goes up, it goes after us, black people. They don't yeah. go after them, yeah. them. So I deactivated my account. I was like, fuck Facebook. And then I wrote a message on there. I was like, I will not use this platform um, you mean to tell me that you guys, um, will flag my comment about calling somebody a bitch, but then you won't flag somebody's comment who talked about the governor? 
talked about killing the governor. You get like, how much sense does that make? And I was just, I don't know. I was, I planned on really doing that anyway because I don't really use Facebook no more like that. I'll use Messenger, but otherwise, I really just did it just to. I really just kept it just to kept keep up with some of the older family members that don't use any other social media. But otherwise, like I hate Facebook. It's so bad, negative anyway. But that pissed me off. And I was like, you know what, this is just, you know, I knew that was going to happen. Like, you know, if they would have flagged both comments, cool, whatever. But, they should have flagged his for threatening to shoot the governor. Exactly. But, yeah. you know, you know that, that's their little fake out. That's their little fake way of making it seem like they're patrolling Facebook now. It's like, you're not. You're going after selective comments. Well, the guy probably... Um, sent a message to them telling them telling on you <laughs> nah it happened too quick it was like within oh. seconds oh yeah they're really they're really um you're right they are probably targeting black people I can see that I just you know it's it's like if you're gonna be fair you you know call it both ways I don't if I got flagged for that comment Whatever, but he should have got flagged for his comment in that case. Yeah, but you know, I didn't see that posting. It's probably good I didn't. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. It annoys me too when people talk about Minneapolis being so bad and yeah, get tired of it. It annoys me. Like, shut up. And the the funny thing is, y'all just—they don't even see how much they're gentrifying Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, it whatever. gets it gets very annoying. But um, yeah, but they need to get these little wild mfs, man. They do running around here, holding people up at gunpoint, stealing their cars and stuff. Yeah, I've been seeing some stories. I seen a story about a lady who um, she stops her neighbor from getting her neighbor was warming her car up. And they went. Mm. Um, she went outside in the morning and seen some guy trying to steal it. And when she she said something, she got her husband. Her husband said something, and when he said something, the guy shot at him, and he went back in his house. And the guy, the people came back the next day, and shot at their house. Wow. And I'm like, I, 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 I it makes me nervous for y'all, and it makes me feel like kind of happy I'm not there because it's a lot easier to get a gun there and I don't like at some point you gotta start putting a bullet in these dudes and then that our girls whoever it is put put, put a bullet in them and then they'll start it's understanding both. what do you mean it's both it's guys and it's, it's men oh, and women oh men and women but kids, I'm, kids I'm saying like so something's going on where there's like a, a ring of, of kids like stealing I don't know but I, at some point, if the cops ain't gonna do nothing, unfortunately, you gotta do what you gotta do and put a bullet in one of them. We'll see, and then if the cops do pull a bullet in, a bullet in one of them, then they're gonna have this big old uproar. And it's like, well, damn, you know, what do you what do you want? Do you want them to get the damn thieves, or do you want them to freaking let them go? I'm know. saying us as citizens, we we gotta have to put a bullet in them. Something. Oh, well, yeah, but then we'll be in jail. You know what I mean? Self-defense. <laughs> it's just getting to a point where it's like, like, how disrespectful can you get? I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm telling you, and it's like I told Mike, I said, yeah, that kind of makes me nervous because it's so dark and I'm getting ready to have to go back in the office. But that's why we have cameras. I know, but they're doing it in front of cameras. They don't care. Yeah, because the last one, and then, but see, I, the woman that they, the woman, they beat up her boyfriend and she had a baby in the car. That was sad. And then, um, and still, after all that, she wasn't bitter. She said that, um, she said, the problem is they're not getting to the root of the problem. They're just ready to, to fix, or how you, how did she say it? And, and I'm going to put it in my words. She's saying they need to do something to prevent these kids from going out here, being, you know, out in the streets, wanting to steal cars and shit. Give them something to do, in other words. Give them a fucking job program or something. Give them some hope, you know? I don't know what the hell they're doing with these cars once they steal them. Is, are they just stealing them to go on joyrides or what? But Well, I hear a lot of parts are, since it's hard to, like, get them shipped in, they're going oh. for very higher prices now. Oh, so they're selling for parts. Probably. So that means that they're probably working for somebody. Possibly, but I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not in Minneapolis, so I don't know like how it's going. I don't know. And they're using stolen cars to go steal other cars. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Something's oh, going on where I think the price of the the parts are up. Cause I, to me, like you know, you can't keep saying these kids can't get a job anymore because there's jobs hiring everywhere now. Well, that's true, but so I it mean, makes it tough to be like, but you know what I think? But some of these are kids that are too young to work. I can see you that. You gotta man. get a, You gotta get them kids between the ages of twelve and fifteen. Well, I will say in Minneapolis, there's nothing for them to do. There's no programs no, in the city. No. Like when they I was. Yeah, when I was younger, there was some stuff that was for teens sometimes. Like, they'd have teen nights and things like that. It was fun to go to. And then they, like, i say by the time I was, like, 15, 16, all of them closed down. So there's no programs for nobody to do. Like, you're sitting around. When you're 15, 16 years old, you're sitting around in Minneapolis, and it's like, what's there to do? Nothing. Nothing for teenagers to do. Play the game. Smoke. Drink, drink, get in trouble. And then that's when you get into other shit. Yeah. So without there being any programs, especially for black kids, you're just like, well. And then all that's around you usually is gang. Mm-hmm. Nothing positive. Gangs and violence. There's, there's nothing very positive there. And so this is my whole thought on it, too. They, they just got... The state got a bunch of money for inequities. The city has a big budget for inequities, but yet I'm still not seeing any programs to help inequities. I'm like, yeah. so what the hell are they doing with all this money? Yeah. They're, they're creating positions to give people jobs that they don't do shit. Yeah. That's what they... But even... even um... For example, even like the basketball courts. When I went when I went to um 
And when I went, every time I'd come home in Minneapolis, before I left, Hiawatha's, one of their basketball hoops was, I don't know, broke or something happened to it and it was down. And at one point they took both hoops down and then they they put one up finally and then they just never fixed the other one. And then finally I think they fixed the other one. But Yeah, they're all fixed now, I believe. But like for a long time when I would go around in the city, like basketball was a big thing when I was younger. And I'm sure it's still a big thing in the inner city. And it's like all the basketball courts, you either shut them down or you don't, you have very small access to them. And then it's like, well, what am I supposed to do as a teenager? Yeah. Like out I mean, here. That's the problem. And it's like, I, it's, it's almost like they don't care. It's like, yeah, that's they, what they, they don't. It's like, they don't. But, um, I mean, like out here, you know, we still got issues, of course, but like skateboarding is a huge thing. So, right. and a lot of these courts, when you are not, not courts, but a lot of these parks, when you go to these parks, you'll see just as much soccer fields in um, um, skate parks as much as you'll see a basketball court. You'll see a basketball they court. They have but, skate parks, but they're out in the suburbs. They yeah, got everything I'll, you want in the suburbs. That's what I'm saying, in the suburbs. I'm talking about in the inner city, in, the mini, in yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, but they have nothing in the inner city. And the, the thing about it is, it's like, okay, so the city has a youth coordinating board. What the hell are they even doing? Problem is, you have a youth coordinator board with no youth. Yeah. That's the problem. Or, or people that just want to collect that paycheck. That's the problem. That's, I, All they do is run the, they run the, um, the, uh, that jobs program. Yeah. But they don't, they're really picky about who they take in. That's what we yeah. always have in this country. Yeah. All these programs are set up for the youth, the black, the da 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 da. And they never have any of that demographic in the in the group. Yeah, you can't that's have true. a bunch of old white men making decisions about kids. Yeah. Well, I think our youth coordinating board is held up. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to find out. No, I'm gonna have to check that out and see who's all on the board. Then when they do have something for black people, they end up getting some black person that's out of touch with black people, and then you're like, well. That's yeah. just as bad as having a white dude. Yeah. I will say this, though. They did try to do something over North Commons. Mm-hmm. But it was the police and the fire department, a lot of people. They were doing something, trying to get connect with the youth. Honestly, I, w- I will say it. As far as programs, I will say there'll be more over north. But a lot of the programs that get started over north are from people who live there. And they're just like, we're tired of this. We're going to get something started. Yeah. Over south, I don't see any of that. Well, they, you know, they had a couple of um, activists that was real um, vocal over north. He died. Yeah, I seen that. I forgot his name, but I seen that. His, um, yeah, his kid used to go to that daycare I worked at many, many years ago, way before your time. (laughs) I was pregnant with Traylina when I worked there. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? 
they I don't know. You're right. They're not they're not in touch with what the people need and that's that's the sad thing. Yeah. And that's the same thing in all government. I think politicians too, they get up in there, okay, they get elected with good intentions. They had all these great intentions, but then once they get elected, it's like they lose touch. Yeah, they lose touch. You gotta mold to the environment, and then you so far apart from the people you were with before. Now that you're in it, and you just you're out of touch. Yeah, like that Virginia senator sitting up there talking about he didn't want to extend the child tax credit because all his people have been all they're gonna do is drink and smoke and party it up. I heard something like that. Idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but he's living in the the poorest state. Right. Oh, I don't. You, you don't have. I mean, yeah, and he's driving around in a Maserati and has a big yacht. And I think I talked about this last time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, so we can change that subject. So <laughs> I want to talk about. I mean, this kind of is similar to what we're talking about, but. The Antonio Brown situation. So that's been all in the news this past week. And uh, if y'all don't know, he's, <laughs> we talked about it live last week on the, on the um, podcast where he just took off his cleat or his stuff and then left on the field. So he tried to say, after that happened, he tried to say he was injured. And he let the coaching staff know. He showed like a text message where he said he let the coaching staff know. And um, they still wanted him to get in the game. But I was like, but you were in the game the first half. And I was like, what? I was like, you got upset because it came out. He got upset at Tom Brady because he, he threw him five attempts and he threw Gronk six attempts. I'm like, you're like, really? You had a big, you did. And then the whole, the whole ankle injury thing, I'm like, okay, your, your ankles hurt. So you say you can't get out there and move, but you were good enough to skip off the field and do jumping jacks. Like, stop. But then now after all that, and then after the Buccaneers cut him, he's been doing interviews, which annoys the hell out of me. I'm like, you guys stop giving him a platform. And he had a nerd to go. (laughs) He goes, yeah, uh, Tom can't do nothing by himself. Duh, he's a quarterback. He can't do it's a it's football. You can't do nothing by yourself in football. This is the dumbest thing I ever heard. And somebody I somebody was trying to justify it. Like they posted it and I was like, I said, duh, he's a quarterback. You can't you can't be a quarter you can't officially um efficiently do your job as a quarterback without a wide receiver. And well, um, not only that. It's a team sport. Exactly. Nobody can do nothing by themselves. No, it was so stupid. <laughs> and this guy's like, people put so much emotion into it, and then they see this big evil thing as like the NFL, and then they feel like, oh, Antonio Brown's being picked on. No. I, I like, yes, I get NFL can be very crooked. I don't like the NFL either. But I'm like, sometimes y'all need to take your emotions out of this because everybody's doing this whole like fight for Antonio Brown because he's black and it's like I yeah. get but when you're in the wrong you're in the wrong exactly man. I'm like this is this is this is my thing with my people that bugs me sometimes 
sometimes y'all fight the wrong fight. Y'all right. wanna y'all wanna be y'all wanna fight for our people, and I, I you know I'm with you. But part of us getting better as a people is to hold our people accountable too. Because yeah. y'all be fighting for the wrong thing. Y'all fighting for R. Kelly. And I, I like, that made no sense to me. Fighting for Bill Cosby. And I'm like, these guys have all told on themselves about their crimes. Like, th- th- that's a wrong fight. That is a wrong fight. And then you got Antonio Brown. Yeah, if you want to fight for somebody, fight for someone that's sitting in prison and that's totally innocent and didn't exactly. do anything wrong. Things like that. Or are, somebody that might have stole a candy bar now has 10 years. Yeah. I mean, fight for that person. Fight for somebody that is unjustly held out of a job position because they are black. I mean, just something like that. Find something righteous to, to yeah. fight about. I agree with you on that. And you, that was well put. That was well put because you're right. Quit playing the damn victim with your life, period. Yeah, it's just like, it's not always, not always going to be the victim. And in this situation, he's not a victim. They need to, like, I'm like, you got, have you guys not paid attention to Antonio Brown? He has over the years, constantly been a fuck-up. That's him, and that's his life. And at one point, I thought maybe CTE was getting to him, but nothing about what he's been doing is saying CTE to me. He's just a he's just an asshole who's been, his whole life he's been catered to. Nobody holds him accountable. Even in these meetings, and he'd be hanging out with all these celebrities. Nobody's holding him accountable. I'm like, you acting like an idiot out there. I'm like, yeah, you have to be professional. You're playing a professional. Exactly, sport. exactly. And you got to. I mean, okay, if you were upset about something, take it off of the field. Exactly. Or, or even. Because that's, that's just, you know, wrong. That's like in any job. Mm. If you got a problem with something that's going on, you, you talk to your manager or supervisor or whoever it is in the privacy. And, you know, you don't you don't holler and scream and pout and kick your feet up in the middle of the office. You don't. Yeah. You just don't do that. And it's the same thing with the football and the basketball. Yeah, I just get tired. I just get so tired of it. I'm like, especially with Antonio Brown that situation. Like they always be trying to find a but way where he's being. He's a victim. Talking into coming there anyway. Yeah, it wasn't even that he talked him into it. He fought for him to come there. And then now he's like, well, Tom Brady wasn't my friend. Well, honestly, realistically, Tom Brady doesn't need to be your friend. But Tom Brady was the last person to stick his neck out for you. But that's what he does. Anybody who who tries to show Antonio Brown love or tries to help him, he just fucks him over. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you guys not see that? And go, well, why would I fight for that? Now. I can't see anybody else wanting to pick him up. I think they will. There are there's reports that are, there's teams that are interested. I'm like, he's I not that good. No, no. I don't know how he's getting so much chances. It makes no sense to me, but mm. I don't know. I don't, I, I just don't. That's weak to me. And when, when I see that characteristic, when you constantly mess over people who have been trying to help you out, like, that's a that's a terrible characteristic. There's no way I'm gonna fight for you. No way I'm gonna be saying, "Oh, he's yeah. a victim" and all this. No, no. Like, cause there's a lot of people like that. Though. There, there is, there is. Mm-hmm. 
But it's, it's funny how people try to fight for him first. They go, oh, he because he has incentives in his contract. So they're like, oh, yeah, he's got, um, he was like so much yards away from getting a million dollars, this and that, like all that. And I'm like, okay, you guys are trying to pull that card, but they asked him to go back in and he didn't go back in. He could have got that money if he didn't yeah. went back in. So what are you yeah. saying? Like you, what you're not saying, they try to make it seem like the coach was trying to stop him from getting his bonus. Incentives. Oh. Yeah, incentives, yeah. And it's like, well, how can you say that? Because the coach talking, trying to tell him to go in. It's <laughs> just stupid. Just stupid, stupid. And then once that didn't work, then people start flipping. And once he got in an interview and said, like, he got to try to go, if Tom cared for me so much, how did he um, not get me a... How did he get me this incentive contract? How do I get get? How come I didn't get a guaranteed contract? How about because of your attitude and how you act and how you're unreliable and you can walk They're off the field glad anytime? That they didn't give it one now. Yeah, of course, but you can't <laughs> like you do. You you're not gonna get that. And I'm like, you're lucky you even got signed. Tom Brady's a whole reason you got signed. And it's just like, I don't know, we just, you know, people live in their own reality and there's just nobody believes in accountability no more. Nobody, under, and when it happens, they're like, oh, I'm a victim. And it's like, no, you're being held accountable. Well, yeah, I agree with you. And that's on all aspects to me of this country that nobody's being held accountable for nothing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I've never seen this before. This is. I can't believe how, and, and when people are being held accountable, they're just like, oh, you guys are targeting me. No. No. Well, sometimes that's true, but not Sometimes, all the time. yeah, but like a lot not of times. In not in everything. I mean, if you out, okay, so if you out there and you, like, like these car thieves, they're out there stealing cars. So, so when the police come down on your ass, how can you say they're, they're profiling you yeah, when you've been out there doing wrong? Yeah, I don't want to hear the whole profiling thing, no. Y'all been acting a fool, they come down, they get you, hey, that's on you. All right, somebody puts a bullet in you, hey, that's on you. And they out here snatching ladies' purses, old ladies. I seen that, where that young kid did that and his mom turned yeah, him in. Yeah, and his mom turned him in. I don't know if I could do that. I'd do it in a second. That's what Mike said, too. I said, I don't know if I could turn my son into them. And, and I'd either, I'd either turn, a, turn him in or whoop his ass. I, put, I don't know. i probably knock your ass. Yeah, your ass would be in trouble, all right? <laughs> <laughs> imagine how, <laughs> you imagine how stupid I'd look out there stealing a purse? <laughs> yeah. A big old you dude would. trying to steal a purse. <laughs> Yeah. I look stupid. And then, then that's a punk-ass move when you go and try to hit up an old lady. Yeah. lady was 80 years old. You had no business out there. You hurt her. You put her in the hospital. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? What's what that doing. with your grandmama? They go for the easy targets. You needed money that damn bad? No. You pick up a goddamn shovel and knock on people's doors and, and earn it by shoveling their snow. Something. This is what I will say about 
why sometimes I kind of agree when kind of Republicans are like, all right, we're giving a little way, giving away a little too much money. I don't know. This is my theory on things. I feel like with the stimulus check, with the child care tax, we had some money flowing in as a people. And then now a lot of that stuff is getting cut. But people, we had it flowing in for so long that people begin to be dependent on that. And then when you get dependent on that and it's gone, now you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And then some people resort to robbing and doing things like that. I can see that happening with some people, but there are some people that really, really couldn't, could use it. I look at myself and how it was when you all were young Mm. and we weren't doing that well. I look at those days where if it wasn't for like your grandmother, even food shelves, we wouldn't even be able to feed y'all. So I think about those days and I understand what people are going through right now. They might be having jobs and everything, but they're not bringing home near the money that they're grossing. And this is a problem when they go to determine people's uh, wages. Okay, people, they got to pay for their, their health benefits. They got to pay taxes. And some of them some of them want some kind of retirement package. So they're putting it in the retirement. Once you do all that, you're probably bringing home a third, maybe two-thirds of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. So when you're making $10 an hour, that's $400 a week. By the time you pay your taxes and your insurance, you might bring home $200 a week or maybe three if you're lucky. I mean, what, what the hell do they think people can do with that? Especially if you got like two, three kids. Especially if they're babies, because they need formula, they need diapers, they need, you know, all this stuff. So I understand where some people, this this child check discredit they're getting is helping a lot of poor families. I know. Especially yeah, and, single moms. And I'm not moms. saying I'm, like, against giving the money out. I'm just saying my theory on why it might not, or why the crime, because the crime around the country is up. But yes. I'm just saying my theory on why I think it might be up. I'm not saying well, to get rid I mean, of it. I'm just saying that that's could be life. too. I mean, they're used to getting that, and then now they're getting it cut, and now they're all... Yeah. But then I think, too, a lot of it, it's just this whole pandemic thing has, like, put people on edge, and people are that too. doing crazy shit. I mean, it's because they've been so isolated for so long, your mind starts doing shit to you. you yeah, know? And yeah. So then you, you kind of lose it. I think and it's those a, people that might might have been just on the verge are just going over the edge now. I think it's a combination of things. I think it's that. Yeah. I think it's that money not flowing in anymore with some situations. I don't think you can pinpoint it at one thing, but I no, also I don't think so either. I also think it's there's not a lot of hope for the future. That yeah. One thing. One thing, I don't care if you like disliked Obama, if you liked him, there was always, like, he always provided hope that, you know, yeah. things are getting better, things will get better. There's always that little right. hope. And right now, even the presidents before, there's always felt like there's some type of hope out there. And it's just like, right now, 
I feel like America's on autopilot. And it's well, and you it's know, after the last four it. years of that government we had, it was poison. And you know, and they didn't you know, and then you had that man up there that didn't want to lose and he had all these people, all these yes men, these minions that would do anything for him and were trying to overturn the government and now they're putting in laws so that they can make it so that this man can be in power again and if they succeed with all of this shit this country is going to be hopeless it is going to be hopeless there's going to be a lot more fighting and war going on in this country amongst all the Americans here I see it hopeless in general already. Like, I don't, I just don't, Mm -hmm. like, it's, I don't, like, this government, government we got now, even, like, I don't, it's just, nothing's getting done, nothing's, it's just the same old BS all over again. Exactly. We got COVID, and we're winging it with COVID right now. They don't know what they're doing, they just, and I get it, this is something you haven't seen before. But a lot of stuff that you're putting out there is just, Sometimes you need to just shut up. If you don't, if you don't have nothing in facts, I think you should just shut up about it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they went wrong with how they're enforcing the vaccine and things like that. The whole reason, the whole way they've done this, has just been wrong. Because they made yeah, it. They made I don't it. Know. They made it sound like the vaccine was a hundred proof, and so people believe that. Well, they weren't saying it was a hundred proof. The media was, and they let the media oh, get well, down. And yeah, like, the media may have been because well, when you when you would listen to the damn um, White House, they were even saying even what's his name didn't say it was a hundred proof. The red guy, he didn't even say guy. it. Who's the red guy? The redhead guy. Oh, that's a fake toupee. That ain't red. Um, red fake orange man. The orange man. The oh, orange. Trump. Trump, yeah, Trump said it. Well, it Trump said it didn't work at all, even though he had it. <laughs> yeah. But, well, they like that. Doctor Fauci, he was saying it wasn't a hundred proof. He said that the Pfizer was ninety some proof, Moderna was ninety some proof, and and Johnson was even less. And they said it. Yeah, but over like, and over again, you had to research to find that. I I found that stuff researching it. But, oh well, I heard it on on MSNBC news. But on the main news, like <laughs> on the main news channels, they didn't push that because they would take it over and go get the vaccine, get the vaccine, and you're yelling at people to get the vaccine. But the problem is, what has always happened in this country is you you address the problem, but you're not addressing the cause of the problem. Right. So you have that root cause, which which the cause well, with the Trump a, people it's is. No, to go away. I don't think it ever go away. No, I think it's good weekend, but I don't think it'll go away. But I'm saying you got so with black people how they how black people are so afraid of it is because we just been treated wrong by the medical system for so many years, and you never yeah. address that. You know, you never address that, and then on top of that. You didn't really understand where people were coming from with their scare, like how they were being scared. You just sat there and pointed a finger at them. You should be doing it. You got to get the vaccine. Da, da, da. And then there's the other way around where you got these idiots attacking people for getting the vaccine. 
And I've gotten, like, not attacked, but I've gotten people who criticize me for getting the vaccine. And I'm like, look, I made my personal choice. That's on me. You make your personal choice. It's on you. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. But also, understand this. You don't get a lot of sympathy from me if you didn't get the vaccine and you hurting with COVID. Sorry for you, but hey. Mm. I could love you. I love you, but you had a choice. Yeah. I knew from the front and from the from the start of getting the vaccine. It's not a hundred proof, but it's not gonna hurt you. It's not gonna kill you. And it, right. it, it helps prevent it helps prevent it's free. Only thing you have to deal with is a day of feeling kind of crappy. That was your only thing you had to deal with from the vaccine. Otherwise, it helps with you not getting COVID. So why would you? It just didn't make sense to me not to get it. Right. And like your chances, your chances are less if you get the vaccine versus if you don't. You're right. Exactly. And the, the 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 severity of the illness is lessened when you get the vaccine. Yeah. And it's like. You know, I I did I researched I seen that and I'm like, okay. So it makes sense to get it, but people are yeah. just like people keep holding on to the fact that oh it's not it's not a hundred percent it's not hundred percent, it never was a hundred percent, it never was. But it can help. Why would you not do something that can help you? Yeah. It just it just doesn't make people sense. It's yeah, it's popular right now. That's the thing. It's trendy right now not to follow the the vaccine. It's trendy, mm-hmm. so people are not yeah. doing it. Just like yeah. even the back to the Antonio Brown thing. This fool won't get the vaccine, right? Talking about oh, I don't know what's in that vaccine, da, da, da. but you got a painkiller shot for your ankle that you supposedly hurt. You don't know what's in that. <laughs> you have no idea what's in that. You just know it numbs your ankle. You know, it's just like you like we're not thinking here. Why is nobody thinking here? Nobody's yeah, no. nobody's That's taking it. a step back and thinking logically. They're just I don't know. People are just ignorant, I guess. I don't it's yeah. It's just we they're blinded right now. Mm-hmm. People acting like they can see and they're so woke and you're really blinded. Yeah. By a lot of stupid social media stuff that if you really took a step back you'd be like all right this don't make sense you're right so right wise guy at your young age (laughs) (laughs) i keep telling you you old soul yeah i am i just get i mean i just get and i'm like I see myself being an old man sometimes where like I just get tired of people and they're just stupid, like the way they think. God, you're only in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah. But you know. Live and learn. Yeah. You're very observant and that's what makes you so wise because you're observant. Yeah. You, 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 you're the type of person that would rather sit back and observe before you say anything. Mm. And then when you finally do say something, it's worth listening to. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't say much. But then when you do, wow, oh, yeah, he's he's got a point there. Oh, yeah. 
And some people can just blah, 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 run their mouth and ain't saying shit. Yeah. Yeah. I can sometimes ramble on. When I'm, sometimes I, I think I have like a nervous talk that I get nervous and I just start, blah, 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 especially if it gets real quiet yeah. in the conversation, then I just want to ramble on. <laughs> so I got to get used to having quiet pauses when I have a conversation. I've learned to, uh, I always would do something awkward when, if it's really quiet before, but I've learned to just enjoy somebody's presence and silence. I don't know where that came from, but I've learned mm. lately. I've had some times where I've, when, when I'm like around some people and it just gets quiet and it's awkward for them and I'll see them kind of squirming around. And for me, I'm just like, this is all right. And I don't know where that came from. I don't know. Because before it would make me uncomfortable and I would either do something random or I just would walk off or tune out and now I don't. I don't know how I was able to do that, but yeah, I do that now. Well, that's okay. That's a good thing. Mm. Well, we'll end it there because we've been going on for a while. I feel like I kind of was preaching on that (laughs) this episode. That's okay. You have to get it out. Yeah, there's just a lot. That was this the past week. I was just getting. I was just so fed up with people. Mm. Any last words of wisdom? Mm-mm. Watch the cleaner. That's a good, good um, new drama. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll see you all <laughs> next week. <laughs>